Yo, we're special guest here, special guest host. Woo, yo, is this racist? Mm-hmm. Jessica Gao. It was nice listen, hearing that theme song because it's been so long since <laughs> I've heard that theme song. Because as you know, I don't listen to this podcast. I, this was, first of all, uh, we had a, a I th- I didn't realize quite how full miscommunication, but Jessica agreed to uh, cover for Tawny while Tawny is on the Star Trek cruise, but did not realize she was going to be doing Yo, Is This Racist? So that's on me. Um, <laughs> um, I think Andrew did it on purpose in a ploy to get me to finally start listening to Yo, Is This Racist? And I will tell you, I will give you my thought through considered reason why that is not true, uh, which is... Anyone who listens to our premium show, Yo Can We Live, available at suboptimalpods.com, knows that uh, Jessica is our number one antagonist on Yo Can We Live as a result of her being the person who, I will just frame it as the person most comfortable with texting me and Tawny something, we'll call it very blunt, <laughs> very blunt feedback <laughs> about something that was anything that was said on Yo Can We Live. <laughs> And only criticisms. I don't think I've ever given you guys a compliment. Like, it's only criticisms. And it's every week. (laughs) And thus, I think it's very clear I am highly incentivized for you to not listen to anything else that I do. (laughs) Because I don't need the fucking static. (laughs) What do you think about that, Jessica? I thought you were going to say that that's highly unlikely because you just wouldn't put in the effort to do anything and also aren't smart enough to think one step ahead. <laughs> I, I am also not smart enough, but it's more just I'm I'm too stoned, baby. We're just talking about how I got stoned last night and I made a, a an automated spreadsheet to track my poker winnings. Oh boy. Like real like oh I thought I I thought I I, I was afraid you were going to spend a ton around. of time making that. And then when I asked you like how are you doing, you said like oh pretty good. I was afraid you're going to be like really bad. <laughs> oh no! What well, part of it was I? I found this extremely, um, we'll call it, uh, janky and uh, a janky website of we'll call it questionable legality, where the poker's uh, fairly easy, fairly mm-hmm. to extremely easy, but also. Because of that, most poker websites like give you like actually like let you see like how you're doing or, or some of them, you know, you can export the data or whatever. This I truly had to just like write like a script that like pulls the data from their site and like adds it up, which is I hate fucking programming computer stuff, but the, your man, your boys still got it. Your boys can still do basic data stuff. You pulled your basic data knowledge to better play online poker. Is that right? Correct. Well, just to 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 see that you were doing okay. (laughs) I'm doing, I I don't have a big enough sample size to to definitively be doing great. But on Mm. this website, where again, it's quite soft, um, I'm doing phenomenal numbers, but only over, let's see, I've only entered, I, I have all the data right here. I have entered 237 times. So that's not 237 tournaments, but it's 230 buy-ins because sometimes you can rebuy into the tournaments. And I have an ROI of 31%. 
which I think is, is listening to good. you explain all of this just now made me wonder if I have ADD because <laughs> I could not focus on what you were saying and you were only talking for 30 seconds. But it's also, I was saying the boringest thing possible. This, <laughs> did we say, yeah, this is Yoza's racist, Tani's on a boat. Okay. Um, <laughs> one of the, one of the, not origins, but one of the like, midpoint inflection points early in our friendship was when we took a trip to Las Vegas and I managed to make gambling about as unfun as humanly possible. <laughs> is that is that accurate, Jessica? Well, no, it was fun in that it was very eye-opening because I experienced a level of gambling that I'd never <laughs> even thought about before because I am I'm a terrible gambler. Whenever I go to Vegas, it's all me about too. buffets and other things for yeah. me. You're and a gambler, gambler. You're just there to, <laughs> to, to throw it around and, and whatever happens, happens, and it, it's fun. Yes, and I'm the kind of gambler that casinos love because there's no strategy. There's no numbers involved. I literally go based on vibes. And mm-hmm. every single time, shockingly, I hemorrhage money whenever I gamble. <laughs> um, so they love it. And we were all at a, a blackjack table. And, you know, the point of this trip is to, like, have fun with your friends and bond. That's true. Yeah. And it, was like, it was like a sevy work type thing. Yes. It was like a bunch of writers all going on a Vegas trip to just bond and, you know, have a good mm-hmm. time. And so we're mm-hmm. all sitting around on this table. For most of them. For the yes, suckers for, in the group. That's, this is when that's I learned that Andrew for. was not on the same <laughs> was not on the same train <laughs> as us. And so we're all just hanging out because really I saw it as I'm – you know, I'm basically paying a $50 an hour table rental fee to have yeah. like, you know, middling drinks, but to hang yeah. out with well, my friends and free, laugh. free. Yeah. You're, you're, you're at a, all you can drink well. Yes. Whiskey uh, buffet yes, for $50 exactly. an hour. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so, yeah, bottom shelf, but whatever, <laughs> but it's, you know, you're just hanging out. And so, you know, and I was, I mean, ma- I'm making bets based on vibes. So obviously yeah. I'm doing badly, but I'm having a good time. Then Andrew shows up, stands behind me, <laughs> starts telling me how to, how to bet. And so I was like, oh, this is just someone who knows what they're doing. Because I don't truly don't really understand, like, any sort of... I always ask what the book says when it comes to Blackjack. And so Andrew started telling me. So I was like, oh, somebody who knows what they're doing is helping me. Great. And then after a few minutes, the uh, pit boss walks over and cards Andrew. And so... Because I didn't understand... And I'm I'm like an old man at this point. Yes. Andrew's like... (laughs) I don't know, in his late, late 30s. Late 30s, yeah. probably, yeah. And so I, being very stupid, like, just thought it was funny. So then I started riffing, thinking I'm hilarious, being like, you're going to card this old ass? Do you look, look at his face? You think there's any chance he's under 21? Are you kidding me? Like, um, he went to college before cell phones. Get out of here. You know, just, like, riffing, thinking I'm so funny, doing, like, yeah. a tight five about how old Andrew is. She's not not like entertained at all. <laughs> and I'm like, just very sternly cards Andrew and then leaves. And, but I'm still like, I think I'm so funny, obviously, because I'm drunk off of well well drinks. So I'm still riffing. And then Andrew finally, like under his breath through gritted teeth goes, um, he's like, uh, that was a, what did you say, Andrew? I think you said that was a sign. Um, I'm about it to get a, kicked yeah, out. Yeah, it was a warning. It yeah. was a, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to back me off or and probably back you off of at least prevent you from playing blackjack, but 
And then uh, if you and then if you stayed around, like th- at least throw us out of the casino. Well, so Andrew goes. Andrew wow. goes. That was a warning. I'm low key counting cards for you. And I went, what? <laughs> well, holy shit! It was it was not like perfect card counting, but I was I was it was more. We were at this. It's a long story. I, it, we were at. This, you don't have uh, to explain the nitty gritty of the specific the type play. of table. And you were you were about to do something that was going to lose you a bunch of money. And I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, and they didn't like that. Um, <laughs> they did they, not like they that. liked it as little as they liked my hilarious five <laughs> minutes on Andrew being old. So so yeah. then Andrew left. Andrew just straight up left and was like. And we were like, the point is for us to all hang out together. And Andrew goes, no, I'm going to go join a poker tournament at a different casino. Straight up left the casino that we were all, I mean, we were all there to hang out with each other. And Andrew left to go to another casino so he could join a poker tournament. Yeah. And he just said, I'll see you guys tournament. for dinner. I did make it in time for dinner, but I barely, <laughs> I, 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 I barely missed cashing in the poker tournament. It was a small tournament, made it to the final table, but not the money. It was a whole thing. Wow. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> and as but yeah, basically, yeah, I I'm <laughs> I'm the person who can suck the fun out of anything as as evidenced by this very podcast. And o- almost got me kicked out. An innocent. <laughs> yeah. And innocent. And truly a true innocent. You were doing you were doing beyond nothing wrong. But I, I was just like yeah. I know. He I did truly everything wrong too in the sense from your perspective, because I called I loudly called so much attention to the yeah, fact that was, you were getting warned to back off. <laughs> it was uh anyway, yeah. That was that was what I was like. Okay, well, now Jessica finds out who I really am. <laughs> and if we're still <laughs> friends after this, I guess we're friends. <laughs> uh, I guess I just, I guess I should have always known just because you are at your core an old Chinese man. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm like an old Chinese American because old Chinese men also love to gamble. And even, even the ones that are, you know, quote unquote, able to do the math, mm-hmm. they don't do it in Vegas. You watch, you watch uh, some old Chinese folks in Vegas say some stuff where I'm like, like I, I literally have family members. I'm like, you are a statistician. So I know that you should know that the shit you're saying about what number is going to come out. Now, you're a literal statistician. So you should know the thing you just said is unbelievable bullshit. And they're still going for it. And they literally put their money where their mouth is. So I'm like, you know what? You clearly believe it. Yeah, we're really we're really going hard on Chinese bullshit, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yo, is this conversation racist? <laughs> oh man, I just found out yesterday. I'm going to Vegas on my birthday this year because uh, my friends are getting married the day after my birthday in Vegas, so they're doing a Vegas weekend. So I will be there in about uh, six months. Oh, uh, so what a I'm not have, fun to... place to eat for a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that is tough. We found some spots last. We went last year, and uh, they did a good job of finding spots for me. I would have done a lot of like, "Do you happen to?" Oh, you don't. Okay. Um, but, yeah. 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 Um, we'll we'll yeah. find it. Yeah. Um, most of my 
most of my Vegas trip last year was just me looking at the Harley Davidson t-shirts and being like, oh, I would look so cool in that. What if so. I, yeah. Well, it's a place to reinvent yourself, or in my case, reveal your true self to <laughs> Yep, yep. One of those two things will happen. It definitely happen. Um, yeah. Well, I guess also since we're here, since since the um, the Foo Fighters are here, we should we should talk about. I finally made the smoked tofu delivery. This is also a, a yo can we live uh, not exclusive, but might as well pull back the curtain on this. Have we talked about it on on uh, Yo, is this racist? It doesn't really matter because Jessica's here, so we can get a fresh perspective. <laughs> Jessica is um, our friend group's premium purveyor of. I always call it. I've been calling it like smoked or cured tofu, just to like explain it to non Chinese speakers. Yeah, is there a better phrase for this? I mean, no. it's like it's like because dried tofu. I guess yeah, because I bet if it jerky. was packaged and labeled, they'll probably they would probably label it as fermented, but it's not quite fermented. It is more yeah. marinated and cured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's like I guess like jerky, but it's not jerky. Yeah, it's very hard to explain, but it's delicious. And, it's so good. Um, and I I don't think I'm the tofu plug. I feel like my aunt is the tofu plug. Well, no, you're the tofu yeah. plug for for us. you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's you're, my distributor. Yeah, you're yeah. keeping <laughs> us away from your aunt. Is what I can't help but notice. <laughs> well, she's keeping me from her source. Yeah. Um. So my aunt. Uh. Well, it was actually my aunt's boyfriend who first showed up with these just unmarked bags of loose tofu that were it's so fu- delicious. It fucking rules. It's just like a plastic bag. Yep. Just a normal, not not a Ziploc even. No, just a plastic bag. <laughs> just like a kind of like a food handling bag of irregular shaped, mm-hmm. but amazing tofu. Yeah, just knotted, no no labels, nothing. And, mm. uh, and it was so good, I asked for more. My aunt started buying it for me. And she tells me that they just buy it directly from a tofu factory in the San Gabriel Valley. And she was like, yeah, there's no sign in front. She she was like, there's no door. She was like, I just walk up to the loading dock and they sell me bags of tofu. Wow. Yeah. It's it's like the most unnecessarily uh, illegal seeming <laughs> transaction <laughs> possible. And I never know when I'm going to get a tofu drop. It'll just be like, suddenly I'll see my aunt and she'll, she'll give me like 10 pounds of it in a box. Yeah. And she'll be like, oh, well, you know, you said your friends like these. So I bought extras for your friends, which is very sweet of her. Yeah, it really. Um, but yeah, this this is the tofu that um, I can't remember which awards show it. Tawny brought it to. Um, oh, it was the Critics' Choice. The Critics' Choice Awards. It has been uh, the source of now multiple late night gatherings, slightly drunken gatherings at Gao's place where I just whip on an apron and fry it up tofu and vegetables at fucking midnight or later. My favorite is Andrew keeps referring to it as, quote, our late night tofu jams. (laughs) It's like, it was, well, because it's it's a thing that like spirals so quickly. It goes from someone being like, I'm kind of hungry to like me at your cutting board with like more than three types of aromatics, like <laughs> like making food. Sometimes when your husband is trying to sleep, mm-hmm. it's like usually when my husband is trying to sleep, <laughs> it's like it it. Uh, yeah, the hold that this tofu and the process has over me is 
I don't know what it is. Also, this is a food I didn't particularly like when I was a kid. I think it's like when you're an American, it's like, ugh, it's, it's like, it's at least like visually on the weird quote unquote side of Asian stuff, I feel. Not it's for not the me, weirdness. Andrew, not being the somebody well, yeah. who was raised very Chinese. Exactly. Some exactly. of us didn't have to grow up in Michigan. <laughs> Most of us. <laughs> <laughs> Almost all of us, in fact. <laughs> yeah, it was. It just was one of those things where I was like, "But yeah, I I, uh, I had it for breakfast this morning. This is this is my oh yeah." Is, every time is, Andrew picks some up from my house, he says that he on the drive home he just eats it out of the bag like they're Cheetos. Like yeah. he just has the bag <laughs> sitting on the passenger seat, just raw dogging just, it. Yeah, and he's just pulling out handfuls of tofu and eating it. Because it's basically like tofu and soy and yeah. whatever's in the marinade. I mean, we don't know because there's no label. Yeah. We have no idea what's in there. Yeah. Five spice, probably star anise. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Know. It could be anything. I'll, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's true, Kevin. We're, we'll say we're 99% sure it's vegan. <laughs> I will have to say I'm not 100% sure I, it's vegan. I would say I'm pretty certain it's vegan only because they, I would, too. Not, they would not spend the extra money on yes, more expensive animal, animal products product. Yeah, when everything but plant-based is cheaper. Neither of us are 100% sure it's We can vegan. never be 100% sure. I'm totally okay with that because I think you could say that about 100% of vegan food of like, we're pretty sure this is vegan and it does have the... Even with the vegan certified stamp, they're like probably vegan. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, okay. So we didn't. We, did, we don't that. want to put meat in it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we didn't try to put any meat in this. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Anything could happen. Any factories are crazy. That's basically the very bottom of the label. Yes. Like shit is yes. crazy in here. Anything yeah. They're like, look, if you're buying this from a loading dock in an unmarked <laughs> bag, like you got to lower your standards, dude. <laughs> yep. Uh, I love, yeah, but yeah, the, it's because it's like you know, yeah. I just love, I love the just a loose bag of tofu. It's it's the now that um, cannabis is legal, it is the most contraband thing in my house. I That's not true. There's some other <laughs> my names, but. my my favorite is just how irregular all the sizes and shapes are. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the best. It is the best food. Yeah, it feels Someone's like she's pin- buying the like the whatever the version of burnt ends of the tofu is, you know, like that's what it feels like. I know we don't, uh, this doesn't get to be a food podcast, but someone needs to pitch, I guess, Doughboys is probably the closest food podcast we're sort of close to. Um, just loose bag of tofu is the restaurant. <laughs> no, we go to the loading dock of this yeah, lo- unnamed loading, factory. Loading dock in the San Gabriel Valley, which yeah. you don't even know where it is. I will say the one time you forwarded a picture from your aunt of the loading dock. I was like, every time I drive by places that look like that, I assume they're cement factories. Like I was like, <laughs> I did not know that was possible. You would never to think to drive in there and say, hey, do you guys have any tofu to sell me? <laughs> yeah. Just like, yo, 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 who got tofu? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, that's Jessica. Je- Welcome back, Jessica. Oh, yeah. Is this my, your, th- is this my your usual... third time? Oh, Who yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Because I'm asked to be a guest on this podcast so infrequently, <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> well, you know, it's just that, like, you're just, you're so much better on Yoko We Live. <laughs> <laughs> 
our premium show available at suboptimalpods.com. Oh God. All right. We're gonna we're gonna take ourselves a little break and then we'll come back and we'll we'll do yeah, at least two voicemails, maybe more, maybe, maybe some text messages. Um, anything could happen. And we're back. We're back, we're back, we're back. Um <laughs> We were going to do voicemails, and I actually, so I think last week, uh, I, I realized slash said, um, hey, there's, um, there's actually a text message function of our voicemail box available at 323-389-7223. That's 323-389-RACE. Um, so uh, people can text in, and then I realized people had been texting in. Oh, my um, God. Most people... Let's see. I'm just going to... There's not a ton of text, which makes sense. It's kind of an awkward way to do it. And and they are less likely to be used because as an audio medium, no one wants to hear me reading texts. And I'm realizing another reason why, which is I'm just looking. Uh, number one is someone asking if I'm single. Good. Yes, I guess. <laughs> Hell yeah. but, uh, one of them is a very complicated one about um, uh, Portuguese people that I... We might use it at some point, but not today because it's too complicated. One person offering to give uh, Kevin a masterclass on trains. Oh. Uh, including I thought I was so tips. afraid you were going to say producing podcasts. <laughs> uh, no. Nope. <laughs> Gladly we'll accept the train masterclass. All right. So train, train, uh, train texter, I guess, send them in. Some oh yeah you can and it's like a full text message so someone checks it in some pictures someone's trying to uh, domain squat should uh, I play a voicemail while you're looking through the text messages <laughs> no, no 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 let's let's just do five this minutes of Andrew going oh my god um let's see uh <laughs> this is anyway the voice the the text box. Uh, we're, it's, it's a it's an experiment. We're we're working on it. The other thing is, um, we also last week called to see if anyone had just general non-racism advice questions, and we haven't gotten any that are usable yet. Mainly because they're <laughs> still they're like this is an advice question that also is really about racism, and they're all just normal. So those all those have been put into the queue. We'll use them at some point. But great. <laughs> anyway, yeah, let's do a regular ass voicemail. Here we go. Hey, I'm a black male, and I live in a state where there's a ramen place that's owned by what I assume is Japanese people uh, called Sasuke Ramen. So I don't know if you guys watch anime, but there's, you know, that Naruto, and there's the character Sasuke on there. So I thought, this is just a thought, like, what if somebody, me, made... (laughs) a ramen place called Naruto ramen. And not only that, I was like anime thing. Is that, would that be racist? Would that be cultural appropriation? I don't know. Let, let, let me know. Love the show. Bye. <laughs> I love the wording of, I live in a state where there's a ramen place. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. You can't you can't fuck with that. Um, <laughs> wait, maybe I can find. Yeah, you guys talk. I, I 
You're gonna find wrote, the state that has the ramen place. Is that what? No, what but you're I, doing? I I do I do write down on a different file the where the the phone numbers are. So I'm just gonna check an area code while you talk. Although this it's. Da, da, da. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and assume, based on this, that it's a state that doesn't have a big Asian population. Yes. And, and, uh, right? Yeah. At least, you know, obviously, this this is cell phones can kind of mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is from the Denver area. Oh, yeah. So sure. extra, even, even fewer Asian people than you thought initially. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> you know, well, it seems like... It seems like the question isn't about the actual place he's talking about, but just a general hypothetical because yeah. he was saying he he thinks that it's own Japanese owned. So if it's Japanese owned, they can name it whatever they want. Yeah. But um, also, I yeah. I would say given that it's you know as Jessica as a coastal Asian person, you don't you don't know what it's like in the middle of the country. Oh, but <laughs> I will just tell you, there's a reasonable to high chance that. Uh, it is owned by non-Japanese other Asian people who are just looking to looking for looking to make a buck. Yes, sure. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, look. At one point in my life, my dad owned uh, owned and operated a little like a little restaurant. It's like a kind of like a strip mall diner, and it was like pan Asian American yeah. and pan Asian food. Yeah. Like it was. You could get like pancakes and tuna melts, but you can also get um, like Korean barbecue, but then also like Chinese fried rice and stuff. Like it was just whatever, <laughs> like, look, whatever yeah. the whites were buying, like yeah. he's selling, you know? Yeah. It's like an oriental restaurant, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. That's like, <sighs> like super common. That That's the the tough part about any, any sort of like, especially race restaurant or small business based cultural appropriation slash racism stuff in the Asian front mm-hmm. is because I would just generally say as a community, we are super cool with leading into whatever stereotype we think makes us money. Yeah, because making money trumps everything. <laughs> Apparently, You, you yeah. can absolutely do a racism. <laughs> yeah, it on, makes yeah on yourself. Yeah. Or <laughs> yes. on, on other Asian people. Oh, that, yeah. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but, but like, I, you know, he's what he's ta- I think what he's talking about is a hypothetical of, like, what if probably, I'm assuming a white, in this hypothetical, what if a white person opened a ramen restaurant and called it and named it after an anime character, right? Yeah. You know, I think like just naming your restaurant Sasuke, I mean, I think that's just a name. I mean, even if it's a reference to anime, but that it also it just is a Japanese name. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like naming your restaurant like Steve's Burgers or whatever, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Steve's Burgers. <laughs> Jessica, <laughs> the fuck kind of restaurant is that? Well, okay, here, here's my, and, and um, as as everyone on this pod currently is uh, knows, like, and given, given the way his career is going, I think we could say we are, we are friends with former producer of this show and one of really America's premium black weebs, Cody Ziegler. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, as far as profile goes, you know, you're it's it's a uh, he's he's in the top. He's near the top. And my question is, you know, sort of sort of going with uh, the caller's question about whether he could open a ramen shop, make an anime themed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that I always like 
in theory struggle with, but in practice, it's like very like whatever. But this this like there's an element of like not exactly cultural appropriation with like like some black folks' relationship to anime, but it's always like a very theoretical thing where I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It seems fine to me yeah. always. I, I, I think on the spectrum of things that do harm, it's extremely low. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, maybe that's it. But I, yeah. I also think it's like also like such a specific culture, like a, a real culture now. It's like yeah. black American anime fans. Um, mm-hmm. You see it at, um, you know, conventions and it, it's like, even just like when it's like fucking whatever the hell happens downtown in little Tokyo where, you know, every, I feel like every other month I'll be in little Tokyo on an afternoon in the, on the weekend. And I'm like, I guess the goddamn anime festival is happening again. Cause everyone's just like cosplayed out and carrying the biggest swords you've ever seen on the street, which I wouldn't say this. Not very, not very good for pedestrians, guys. <laughs> That's Andrew's problem with it. Not smaller the, swords, yeah. smaller swords. I, I will say, I know more black weebs than Asian weebs. Yes. Yeah. But that then gets into like the specific of Asianness, because you're you and I are Chinese, and like, I feel like, I mean, relatively speaking, I have fewer Japanese friends. Than... By choice, <laughs> by I mean, by political and historical choice. <laughs> there is some. I mean, you know, this this is like probably not that surprising, but maybe it is. Like, you know, of the like groups of people that my very right wing um, grandparents and family kind of hate, Japanese is like right up there. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, because it's like it's like in Asia, it's the two colonial powers having you know taken over and slaughtered each other and everything for fucking millennia it's like yeah there's a lot of animosity and then when it comes to america it all kind of melts away because we're all (laughs) we're all ching chongs here (laughs) kevin don't title the episode we're all ching chongs here Yeah, but but I guess I'm like, is, I, I wonder if there's like a specific, um, I think just the thing for the caller, like in the world where they're doing this, it is, I think the important thing is like representing it not necessarily as this is a Japanese restaurant, but this is sort of like a Black American, you know, Japanese inspired ramen joint. You sure like like, I, like if you were basically Japanese like ness. I right like if you were like I'm opening a restaurant and I'm and I love anime so my restaurant is anime themed because that's one of my interests and I want to share it yeah. with other people who love anime that's yeah. very different than like I'm like I'm making I'm Japanese pr- food yes and I'm a purveyor yeah. of Japanese culture and cuisine yeah. you know because there is this big trend of like white chefs who love yeah. to you know, like perfect be like being like the guy who makes Thai food or the guy who's like elevated Vietnamese food or whatever and like trying to be like better. Uh, um, and uh, they're always more successful at selling it to a mainstream yeah. audience than, you know, the mom the and pop Asian shop. people, yeah, that exactly. Actually, yeah, exactly. And so- For, for more money somehow. Yes, <laughs> yes, totally. Worst. And so like, that's a very layered- like subject that um 
is yeah is an overall bummer when you look yeah. at the grand scheme of like systemic reasons why that always happens <laughs> and is successful. But I think in this instance, if you're if the hypothetical is, hey, I'm a black weeb, I love anime, um, and if I opened a restaurant that was anime themed, would that would that be racist? I would say no. Like you can yeah. you can totally Dude. like have an anime themed restaurant because you just love anime. But I think it's it, it's like better, yeah. Just like yeah. like that's that's the culture you're talking about, not like Japanese. Yeah, is I think would be the difference. I will say actually this, and this is a slight broadside, although uh, Jessica probably knows more about this than I do. Um, as far as like black folks and Asian folks like culturally appropriating or whatever <laughs> goes. Um, how is it that your algorithm, because you've poisoned my algorithm now, too, with mostly mostly Instagram videos of, I will say this, more Chinese people than I'd like, but mostly Japanese <laughs> folks um, trying to, like, use whatever process to make their hair into quote-unquote afros or whatever <laughs> style it's fucking called. Like, <laughs> um, well, what the, How the fuck did this happen? <laughs> I think, okay, so um, if you were a listener of Yo Can We Live, you would be very familiar. Available with, at suboptimalpods.com. You'd be familiar with the with the pickle that I'm in, which is that for some reason, my Instagram algorithm thinks I am a black Christian woman <laughs> who is very proud to be educated because yeah. those are the types <laughs> of ads I get. I get a lot of, like... And, and it's that specific because I kept getting ads for shirts that would say the first one that I sent to the group chat was a T-shirt that said "Degreed up, so knuck if you buck." Yeah. And then I got another ad for a shirt that said um, "Hood and holy." That means pray with me, don't play with me. Um, wow. Yes, and it's so, really weird. I it's mean, so specific too. It's so, it's, it truly is like, cause this also like happened, this has been going on for a while. Yeah. For years. Yeah. And it's really, <laughs> it's really just a bizarre. Yes. And algorithmic. Then, I mean, you're just in a box that. Yes. The computer that I can't not. break out of. And then Tawny. Yeah. Nor do you want to. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just being me. And Tawny, um. Start, then we started realizing slowly that Tawny's algorithm either thinks she's Chinese or just thinks she only likes Chinese content because that's all it feeds her. Yeah, um, and that's I think on us, though. I think because we're sending her a lot of shit. We're now. sending her a lot of food videos, but also because she keeps watching videos of that little Chinese poodle. Um, it was like, <laughs> it was like, oh, this person loves Chinese things, not necessarily dog things, just Chinese things. And so, um, and, but because Tawny and I are in this group chat where we're constantly sending each other the videos that we get, I think that my Instagram now is like starting to learn, but it's taking the wrong lessons. Cause it's like, yeah. you do like some Chinese content, but you still, but you're still black. So it, yeah, it's. <laughs> Oh, it's so so deeply bizarre. Anyway, <laughs> so off of that, yeah, we've been we've been getting. Um, I don't I don't know what this is, and again, I I'm thankful to not speak again for mostly Japanese people, but I've seen it now in Chinese people doing this, which is it is just like this Asian folks trying to, in their minds, pay homage to Black American culture in ways that are unbelievably tone deaf at best. 
I don't think they're, I think that's too generous. I don't think they're trying to pay homage. I think they're like, I think that's cool and I want it. Like, I don't think there's anything more than that. I think they're just like, I want that because it's cool. Well, and they, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe that's what I mean. It's like they, yeah. they would say they think it's cool and this is a good thing. And it is like, you know, at least some of them don't actively darken their skin, but it's, <laughs> you know, very blackfacey. Like, and it's, I don't think they're thinking about how black people feel about it. I don't think they, yeah, I don't think that has ever entered their minds. I think right. it's literally about what they want. They're like, I think that's cool and I want that for myself. I don't think in at any point they were like, gee, I wonder how black people will feel when they when they see me do this. Like I don't think yeah. that even is part of the conversation for them. Yeah. Right? I guess I mean yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, yeah. this to me is a billion times worse than any anime themed. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's and but you know the Japanese especially have had a long history of really get them appropriating other cultures you know they get really really into it because they also love like la like cholo chicano culture you know like writer culture like they kind of just get into something and then then there'll be this whole like you know subculture of it there um but you know because it's a it's a homogenous country where there isn't a lot of where, you know, race relations and, like, being kind of a melting pot of cultures just isn't present the way it is in a place like America. So um, they don't have to have those conversations because they have one culture, you know? So, like, it's not like they have to accommodate for an ethnic minority that's still part of their nationality, you know? Well, and and also, like, oppression is very... Uh, like racial oppression yeah. of, in this case, say black folks, is yeah. very theoretical. Sure, sure, yeah. Uh, but it is very interesting with China, especially in recent years, because over the past like decade, China has been like doing so much uh, in Africa, like yes. that. Uh, there, like there is much more of a uh, of a mix of of cultures now because China does so much business in Africa. They also send so many workers there like workers will sign like three-year contracts to go and just live in africa and build like you know roads and buildings and and developments and things like that you know and so now there's this like so now a lot of uh there's a lot of interracial marriage in china between these chinese men who have gone to africa and lived there for years to work there and then they like marry african women and then bring them back to china to live um, and there's like really, really popular like influencers yeah. that are yeah. like, check out our interracial life in like the Chinese countryside, you know? Yeah. And th- some of those I'm like, I-, I think, I mean, I think they're all like real, but some of them are definitely the popularity is like propaganda, probably. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, because they're trying to like be like strengthen like Chinese African relations because there's so much money tied yeah. to it. Well, also, they're trying to say like, what we're doing t- in Africa yeah. isn't colonialism. Yeah, it's a it's, partnership. <laughs> it's romance. <laughs> yeah. It's a love story. <laughs> isn't this wonderful? Yeah. <laughs> but you know uh, what? I gobble up that content because it's great. I know. I mean, look, we are probably the literal target audience for it. And <laughs> hopefully it's not quite as the most sinister version of it. But it is. I'm just like, oh man, this fucking rules. And then I'm like, I'm probably being played here, but yeah, I know. And those kids are pretty fucking cute. Yeah, and the food always looks amazing. I always am yeah. on the cooking side of things. 
Wait, this is this is not Yo Can We Live, our premium show available at SomeOffNomePods.com. But <laughs> we did get a request for more food content. And Tani is not here, obviously, but is there... Is there any any food that you've been doing, Jessica? I think we're we're just gonna do a one voicemail show, by the way. So oh we're wow, gonna cres- <laughs> we're, gonna cres- we're gonna crescendo out on good some food god thing. more um, food. I, we- I I've just been chugging on the that, that tofu. Yeah. I fucking love it. Should, should we talk about the one food topic that almost tore our group chat apart and started a race <laughs> war between you, me, Tani, and Zig? Oh. Yeah, we should do it quickly. (laughs) (laughs) We got into a huge fight over oxtail. Like the realest fight I think we've ever (laughs) been in. And you know what? This is the perfect time to do it because only the Asian side of that fight is present. (laughs) I know. And so, therefore, I'd like to just preemptively declare ourselves the winners. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was this thing where I... Essentially, the fight was... I. Ultimately, wasn't a real fight because it was just sort of defining terms. It wasn't a real fight. It was a race war, Andrew. <laughs> it was Call race, it what oh it is. <laughs> uh, the fight was over whether or not oxtail is... Well, the, here's the problem. is on One side was arguing... The, the thought, the argument was, is oxtail exclusively black? That was our side. We were saying that's yes. absurd. Yes, and yes, yes. they were hearing, is oxtail black? Yes, yes. It and really so that, was it truly was a, a miscommunication. Well, not even a miscommunication. It was really just like a, a war of semantics. Yeah, that got Yeah. I will just truly admit like more heated than I thought was possible. <laughs> crazy. I know. I thought that was crazy too because yeah, truly you and I were on the same page in that like uh, I mean, it all started because Zig was <laughs> Zig sent us a video of like I don't know, like an oxtail burger or an oxtail this or that, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. We don't need to put oxtail on everything because oxtail is delicious and perfect. In like on its, you don't have to add it to things yeah. that you know. Like, let's not. We don't need to dress I'm it up. I'm with you. I yeah. eat the most oxtail of anyone I know. Yeah. Like, for real. Yes. And guess what? Between the four of us, who's the one cooking with oxtail the most? Me. So, That's true. And so uh, so then I was – so I said that. I was like, look, I don't need oxtail to be put on everything. Like, it, this is too much, you know? Mm-hmm. And and Zig, you know, was like anti-black. And yeah. so then Andrew – And that happens to be true in your case, but not over. But not for the reasons he thinks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so Andrew would, jumped in and was like, you know <laughs> – that's crazy to say. It's like it's yeah. very Asian, but they took it to mean that it's only Asian. Yes, they took it to yeah. mean that Andrew was saying oxtail is exclusively Asian when really he was saying no. You were saying oxtail is exclusively black, and yeah. that's wild because it's so prevalent in Asian cooking. It really, it, it was the tensest like ten minutes. <laughs> of, of chatting back and forth, where I was like, "This isn't real, right?" Oh no. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, 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 this is crazy. We're we're just talking about different things. <laughs> Which is true. But oh boy. Yeah. But that was Andrew T starting a race war at like 8 30 a.m. by the way. This yes. is like at 8 30 a.m. It was also the fucking morning <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> anyway, um, except for the fact that we've all agreed. I need to be eating, and we all probably need to be eating less meat significantly. I do love oxtail. I know. And you know what really, I mean, 
fight the real enemy, which is white people elevating oxtail. And now it's expensive. It used to be like the cheap cut of meat. And now yes. it's so expensive. I'm furious. Yes. Yes. Even at even at beloved Costco. Yes. Um, even. Oh, God. Like when when thing when bad things start trickling into my sanctuary, as you know, and yeah, from experience. Costco. Well, and as listeners to Yoko We Live will know about Costco, we had a disastrous Costco trip. And we'll do the rest of the Costco review on this Friday's Yoko We Live. Jessica Gao, thank you for being on Yo is this racist, <laughs> the show you're on now. <laughs> oh. Do we want people to find you? No, you absolutely don't find yeah. me. I'm Almost not on social at all. So don't yeah. find me. Don't even try. Um, but if you do want to say anything to me, you can do it um, at Andrew T. On, <laughs> on, no. on Instagram or on Twitter. And I guess thanks for tricking me into being on this podcast. Thank you for being here, Jessica. We appreciate it. Uh, listeners, 323-389-7223. That's 323-389-RACE. Does it have to be race? Call, text, questions about race. But special preference to just regular, degular advice. Just advice. We're going to try to cleanse our palate with normal shit for once. Um, that's it. Great. This is Suboptimal.